and welcome to episode eight of the Surreal Global Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by FPL Chef. You'll never walk alone. And myself, High B Index. So sadly, again this week, Chef cannot join us due to work commitments, but he will be back with us shortly. So today, me and Mark, we're going to be focusing on some of the, the recent changes to the new reward structure. Now that's live, um, so we had a, a bit of a, an update to the, the recent iteration, so we'll talk through that. We're going to look at the, the upcoming game week, so I think we've both been busy selecting our, our teams today and getting them in place, so we'll, we'll look at that, what games are, are coming up. We've also had the new cards minted, so Leon 2021 series, and we've had Krasnodar added, and today we've had the announcement about another new club um, coming next week, so that's going to be really interesting. It's hard to speculate on, on who that is, um, but it seems like it's it's going to be a, a fairly big addition there. And then we've got the Surreal Community update, so we've had the, the Q4 product roadmap. We're going to have a, a, a better look into that, some of the items on there, and talk through what, what we're looking forward to coming on the platform soon. And then our, our last segment is going to be on Surreal Data, some of the features that we enjoy, we use most. It's a, a vital part of the, the Surreal community. And um, I think everyone who's on the platform uses that a, a great deal. So we're going to delve in a little bit deeper to that and, and talk about some of the features that we find most useful. So Mark, why don't you talk us through some of the, the recent changes? Yeah, for sure. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, yeah, I think when we, we've just gone through game week uh, 113. Um, and yes, I think we're starting to see some patterns now in terms of the, the new prize structure. Uh, there's people now that uh, are, are regularly collecting their uh, uh, 0.01 ETH or 0.02 ETH for uh, uh, achieving certain threshold points, which is great to see. So I think people are, are getting the confidence that setting a strong team can now uh, lead to a regular yield, uh, once if, assuming your players perform. Uh, but I think also when you look at the, star, the card distribution as well, um, now that we know that when certain super rares are won, they can't be then rewarded as another prize in that same region or a global category for, I think it's five weeks. Uh, I think, again, this brings a, a really interesting strategy to how you might approach fresh auctions or how you set out your teams each week to, you know, go for certain prizes that you see are, are available. So, yeah, I, I like the change because I think it does bring an extra uh, strategic element to it. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Certainly that Division 4, um, the, the ETH payout. So uh, I've seen on, on the Twitter community more so, but quite a bit of excitement around that when it was launched. And over that, that first week, people started to, to get those payouts. And what I've noticed is it's, it's fairly attainable. Um, so I've probably been putting in too strong a, a lineup in there and quite comfortably hitting that upper threshold. So I've, I've still maybe not been finishing in the, the podium places, but I have been you know, easily attaining that ETH. So that was quite rewarding um, to, to know. So, yeah, gives gives you lots of opportunities there. I might need to, to downgrade some of the, the players that I'm putting in there and, and use some of my, my elite guys in other lineups. All right, all right for some. I've, uh, I'm still hobbling through with my uh, five 
ancient common cards, which uh, I have to uh, try and uh, use in my Division 4s. So, uh, but yeah, I, I completely yeah, agree. And I think for, for people like me and, and other new managers, so obviously you're, you're focused in a lot of the, the upper divisions and quite, quite a lot of the, the older managers are like that, aren't they? So you've, you've got a bunch of, of rare cards that are maybe now too powerful to, to really be utilised in Division 4 effectively. So, yeah, you are relying on new cards that you buy in, cards that you've won, or, or maybe those common cards, as you say. So leaves a bit of room for, for people like me to, to take some prizes there. Yeah, no, that's true. But I say that the, the format now is twofold. It's beat the, beat the game. In which case, if you do, you, you, you're entitled to, you know, your ETH reward. And it's beat other managers, you know, in a fight to place for, you know, the, the, the card rewards as well. But, yeah, I think uh, I don't know any of the, the managers that are competing in the upper levels that still don't take Division 4 very seriously. I think we all do. And I think, you know, as we touched on in, in the last podcast with the, with the World Cup taking place inside uh, All-Star Division 4, um, you know, we've seen some of the most competitive weeks there, uh, well, if not the most competitive weeks there over the over the last couple of weeks, and I think that will continue. So I put up a little Twitter comp today, which uh, thanks for everyone that's uh, getting involved. Um, I'll put up a couple of prizes for anyone that can uh, beat my score in uh, All Star Division Four this week, and I, I, I like to be kept on my toes um, because there are still some fantastic prizes to be won in every division. Uh, you you start hitting the podium, and you know number one slots, you know, if you can beat the I think 1,200, 1,300 managers that are playing All-Star Division 4 on a weekly basis, uh, we all know what's available in that pot now. There's a potential Neymar, there's a potential, uh, you know, cards like Hans Van Aken, uh, Vlasic, there's cards that can quite comfortably go for well in excess of one, two, maybe even more ETH. So, yeah, you, you'd, be, uh, you'd be foolish to, to write off any of these divisions if you've got sufficient cards to, uh, to juggle around. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to get involved in as many as I possibly can. So I think I've got 11 lineups this week and maybe 27 training lineups. So it's it's about getting involved and giving yourself as many opportunities to, to one, beat the game and, and win that ETH and also try to, to beat other players and, and win some card rewards. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that and trying to, to just build up my lineups so that they're they're more competitive, certainly in the, the division three and now division two. So that's been good this week. No, excellent. And uh, if we take a look at week one one four, I think this is going to be uh, the the largest tournament for for uh, a while now because we're just approaching an international break. I think we can already see that there might not be any tournaments next week. Uh, I'm just having a look now. Yeah, there's just a weekly. A weekly challenge for the midweek. Uh, it is people in the J League, players with nationality other than Japan. So this could be a real interesting one. <laughs> Not sure how many players actually will be eligible. There's only four matches taking place next week. So uh, let's see if uh, you can actually get a team of five non-Japanese players in. That'll be interesting. But this week, yeah, we've got we've got everything open again apart from Asia. So we've got a full MLS program. Uh, we've got uh, European champions back. It's a shame that we only have nine European champions teams at the moment represented uh, in the Champions League and the Europa League. So we don't quite get the benefit of a full Division 1-4 to four on that in midweeks. Um, but we've got, again, full European challengers, which is, I think, one of the most competitive 
regions with all the Russian clubs, Portuguese clubs and Belgian clubs. And then we've got All-Star where we can put absolutely anybody in. So yeah, nice big week, 21 competitions. And uh, I imagine lots of prizes to be won. I think Where have you so, put your yeah. focus this week? It took me a while to, to get my team set up to, today, trying to, to figure out the, the best options and, and how to, well, I've known Mbappe this week again, so how to, to fit in Ronaldo and, and others to, to get that perfect lineup. So, yeah, hopefully a, a few strong contenders there. We'll see. Yeah, I think uh, with um, PSG's injury worries at the moment, um, and even though Juventus have got a tough game away to Lazio, I would say that, yeah, the Juventus uh, scorers like uh, Ronaldo and Dybala, who was unlucky to have the second goal, or his attempt at a second goal chalked off to an own goal in midweek. Uh, I think uh, Lyon are playing at home to St Etienne. I think maybe there'll be some Depay and uh, our holders out there that are uh, trying to stack up on hopefully a, a strong home win for Lyon there. Um, but yeah, the games come thick and fast. Not many games coming tonight, but uh, I think most of the action starts to take place Saturday, Sunday this week. It is for certainly for me. Uh, um, I'm just having a, a look at my fixtures. A lot of them are are on the Sunday night actually, so that'll be a an interesting evening. Other teams will already have their points in, so I'll be able to, to try and calculate where I, I can place at that point, and hopefully still be in. In, in the running for a few, there's, there's some yeah. few teams as always, isn't there? I'm just looking, so I've got a, a couple of Wesley Fofanas, um, so Leicester are playing Wolves, that's a, a pretty huge game. We've got West Ham playing Fulham, you'd expect if, well, you, you, you'd probably... You don't expect that. anything from West Ham, they'll always let you down in this game, I tell you. Yeah, well, I know we've got possibly DD listening, he's a, a Fulham fan, so... Yeah, I'm expecting West Ham to do them 4-0. At least 4-0. Yeah. Well, let's see. And and obviously, during uh, the, the, this weekend, we've got the, the next round. Is it fourth round of the uh, the Managers World Cup as well? So good luck to all the teams out there competing. I'm just going through the bracket now that Jim has kindly put up for everyone. We've got Virgin Islands versus Panama. Uh, these quarterfinals then. So we've got Virgin Islands versus Panama. We've got Wales versus Mexico. Winners will play Come off in Wales. the semis. Come on, Wales. God, it's Mexico all the way. We should have a little side bit on this yeah. one. I've got, I've got Mexico all the way. And in the other quarterfinals, we've got uh, Norway versus Ukraine. And France 1 v France 3. So we'll be down to only one French team in the semi-final. So, uh, yeah, uh, good luck to those that are out there in uh, still in the World Cup hunt. Yeah, um, I'm disappointed to be out because it, it was really entertaining. So hopefully we can get some other side games going. I know you've put out that tweet to the sort of mini competition this game week, but it'd be good to, to see some other side games getting thought up off on Discord or, or Twitter. So have a think, guys, and yeah, see if we can, can replicate this going forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it won't be long now, we hope, until we've got, you know, built-in social leagues and social ladders on the platform itself. But there's no reason that, you know, say even if it is predominantly done via Discord and 
in an Excel sheet, for example, uh, we get the player scores, you know, piped into the into the platform every week. So if in the short term we have to take those out to calculate scores on the side, you know, anyone that's got a, uh, an idea for a structure or is prepared to, to put something together, I'm sure you'll get full support of other managers and uh, and, and help along the way. Exactly. Yeah. So there, a challenge for somebody to come up with the first SO11 competition, maybe. Hint, hint. Right. So moving swiftly on, it's been a big week of auctions this week. We started with, um, as you mentioned on the top of the show, Leon 2021 season cars. Uh, obviously one of the last to uh, have the, uh, the cameras in the ground, um, but we're up and running. We've got all the new Depays, all the new Cherkies, all the new uh, Lopez's, Deneas, you name it. Every single one of the, the 2021 Leon players up for grabs. I think Paqueta's missing, so a couple of people have asked for him. Uh, so hopefully that uh, won't be long before a photo comes. He didn't have any cards in 2019-20, so it uh, be interesting to see his first editions got for sale. And then on, was it Wednesday or Thursday, we had... Some brand new, a, a brand new team to the platform in the form of Champions League entrance, Krasnodar, uh, which I must confess, the team that I know precious little about. You know much about them? Not really, no. Um, it was quite interesting to see the, the little information piece that came out with the, the announcement. So a fairly fairly new club. So I'm, I've been aware of them for, for the last few years at least because they, they seem to always be competing certainly in the, the early stages in, in Europe so yeah I, I hadn't, hadn't been aware that the, they were only um, established in 2008 so yeah quite a a, a big rise for, for them to be competing in the Champions League and the Russian Premier League after must be some some oil money in there or what do you think? I think it's. I think one of the owners is a salt oligarch, actually. Salt so, um, yeah, that so, um, yeah. Well, but, I uh, don't no, know I saw to be fair. Um, I've, I've had a, a scan through. I'm, I'm going to wait for the, the first sort of batches to to be sold off. See how how they perform as they they come onto the platform. But yeah, the, there's no one that I'm rushing out to to grab. But there, there's certainly some some big names and some high scoring players there. So yeah, it looks like people have been picking them up over the, the last day or so. Yeah, no, I think the standout player, it seems just based on prices that the first, you know, few editions uh, sold for is their um, under 23 starting goalkeeper, Matvey Safanov. I put a cheeky bid on the uh, super rare yesterday, but was promptly outbid straight away. I think, there must be, and rightly so, some uh, some Krasnodar fans that play the game. And so they will obviously know the players are dance like better than the majority of us. Um, but I think just nature of our game, SO5, the requirements and uh, and the supply, overall supply of goalkeepers. Yeah, if just got a, a re regular starting guy like this, he's, he's probably going to be... Uh, very highly sought after. So, uh, and if he's good as well, then you know he could end up in the same bracket as Maximenko, um, as uh, uh, Lafont, and then maybe some of the Portuguese guys that aren't playing at the moment, but uh, touted to uh, break through at uh, Porto and Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, certainly looks like a, a good option for the challenger and under twenty-three competitions there. So I can see why he's, he's going for for such a price. 
and, and this and the scores look look fine. So Champions League and, and obviously the, the Russian Premier League competitions, you should be fairly stable. And they're new. And I think if you look at, um, you know, we've had Spartak, Lokomotiv on the platform and CSK now for spread over two seasons. So there's going to be cards there that are already up to 50, 60, 70 rares. There's going to be, you know, half a dozen, if not more super rares of some of those guys. So the fact that you've got a brand new team on the platform, uh, you know, it's less than 24 hours old and there's only four or five versions of each player. Um, you know, over time, you start building up the XP on these guys. The people that are buying the right players from within the squad here uh, can start to get, you know, some first-to-market advantages as well. That's it. And you, you talked there about the, the new club being added. We've got a, another announcement to, that came out to, today. So we've got a, another new club coming next week. And... Yeah, it's Liverpool. It's coming on. It's ready. They're, they're there. They're going to be uh, uh, Liverpool well, on the platform next week. Though, in, in the tweet. So I don't think it is Liverpool. Oh, OK, sorry. It'd be Hibernian then. Sorry, I apologise. Well, I was thinking it was possibly going to be Man United. Just when they said le- legendary. Oh, dear. <laughs> is this... Uh, well, OK, let's wait and see then. We'll, we'll, we'll play the waiting game on that we one. Did, it looks like... Uh, I did guess Liverpool. I think... Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's their time. But it looks like from the early tweets that uh, Bayern Munich is the front runner. So yeah, uh, that's the, that's certainly the favourites. Everyone's been looking at so the the colour. This is this is how <laughs> how crazy people get. So they're, they're looking at the colour of the tweet that um, Surya sent out and and trying to identify if that was a, a clue. Maybe the the colouring there represented the, the club. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. I think it was just a, a nice blue that came to hand and um, that fit quite well with the, the logo. So, yeah. Well, with full respect to Krasnodar, and so that was quite a uh, surprise and one that came at short notice, you would like to think that uh, a teaser tweet like this is going to indicate that the next club could be of a, a slightly higher calibre. So, uh, even though Krasnodar's we've touched on our Champions League, um, yeah, it'll be exciting to see uh, another one of the big boys uh, join the platform. And if that happens, yeah, um, we're, we, we hopefully get some competition for older Mbappe and Neymar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think people have been suggesting Bayern and just looking at some of their players, what they would potentially score. Um, it's, it's mind-boggling. So considering what... I looked at Kimmich's uh, averages the other day. I don't know if you've seen Kimmich's. I have, yeah. That's uh, (laughs) that that unique is going to be frightening. 95 against Atletico Madrid, 100, 96, 90, 94. I don't think we've ever seen anything like that. No. no. That that makes Vanaken look ordinary. Yeah, I think if you actually looked around the, the squad there as well, probably see some some other very high scores. I know Kimmich has been performing extraordinarily well recently. You know, we're seeing that on you know, by by watching these games. But I think Bayern are dominating teams and I think their players would have pretty high high averages. So yeah, that could be an interesting one if they're added. Yeah, and I've seen a couple of shouts for Ajax as well. I think uh, yeah. Nicholas has said and hinted in, in recent AMAs as well that uh, the Dutch league is certainly one that uh, they, they want to get uh, in the system. 
Uh, I mean, there are, I think, I don't know if it's rumours or substantiated that uh, the Belgian league and the Dutch league have been in talks or, or could get into talks about uh, a combined league, which, you know, for our game, I think would be fascinating combining, you know, the best touch teams and the best uh, Belgian teams together. I'm sure uh, fans and individuals from those countries would probably want them kept apart. But uh, if it made the competition a little bit stronger, then, uh, yeah, that could be quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. One to keep an eye out on. So, the, the next item we were, were going to look at was the, the community update. So, there was an update from, from the team which covered a, a few key points and we wanted to just go into those in a, a bit more detail. So, one of the big ones there was the, the quarter four product roadmap and the, the ideas board. So, yeah, that's something for, for me fantastic to, to see. Um, that openness, the, the ability to actually see what the, the company are working on, what ideas are, are in motion, are, are near completion, and yeah, we, what direction we're going. So a lot of those ideas have been born out, born out of community feedback. You know, a, a lot of that research that the, the guys do in engaging with the, the team, and engaging with users on Discord and, and through other channels to, to find out how to take this forward and, and how, how to, to improve the platform. So, yeah, really excited to, to see that. Um, we had the, the in-progress items on there, and I suppose the, the, the number one item was improve and scale platform stability. And for, for me, that's really positive to, to see. I think we, we can all acknowledge there was a, a bit of a a downtime um, during the, the recent power hour but the way that the team responded to that and the, the fact that it was resolved so quickly and you know in, in the right way um, gave me a real confidence so but that's something we always have to, to be aware of as this platform scales and we're talking about adding other large clubs potentially Bayern or, or whoever this new club may be next week looking at adding new users so this has to be at the forefront of what the guys are looking at. So it's great to see that that's there as a, a top item on the in-progress um, roadmap. So what, what about yourself? Was there, there any items there that, that took your eye, that got you excited? Yeah, sign 40 new clubs. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I uh, yeah I, I just think, again, uh, yes, you've picked up on some of the things which may be more noticeable i would say to new managers because of course stability uh, breeds confidence and you need that confidence if you're going to be bidding up on certain cards um you know i think for me i've been through that teething uh uh position and i have to say that yeah there was what 15 20 minutes worth of power hour, which is a bit of a ball lake last week but you know since inception these guys have got exceptional you know uh levels of of uptime i think we've had maybe i can count on you know, both hands the amount of times where uh, the site might have gone down uh, and you know some people might have got some cheap auction prices well well congrats to them i mean they paid the money they took their chance um it's not how you want to approach a, a power hour it's certainly not how you want to approach the auction things but yeah anything they can do to improve and scale the platform stability and i think we've seen it this afternoon setting teams you've mentioned you've set a, a large amount of training yeah, teams really as, as have i and, and i have to say over the last two weeks that has been a bit more painstaking and you're thinking okay 
deadlines at five o'clock, but I start chugging away at my, my training teams, which isn't fun, but you've got to confirm all button now. And there are, uh, you know, little things that can help you uh, expedite processes that a few weeks ago would have taken a lot longer. But uh, yeah, and, and the improvement to the onboarding experience. And we've touched on it in the past. If there's new people out there that want to come and test the game with, you know, common cards, you know, you can go through a draft um, and you can select common cards from, from a draft. From there, it will take you to setting up and composing your first team. So I think, again, we've got more improvements in the last couple of months in terms of visualizing your card values in your fiat currency versus ETH uh, and the ability now to bid in fiat currency rather than ETH, if that's, you know, you, you prefer, if that's the way your mind thinks. So again, all of these little things add up over time and you can see what they're exploring for the rest of the quarter. And there's a, uh, a way that anybody, you know, that whether you've been playing the game for 24 hours or you know, 18 months, uh, if you think there's a way that uh, the platform can be improved, these guys are all ears. And this, this, this board, this transparent board, is there for us all to utilize, uh, learn from, but also uh, contribute to as well. So again, anyone out there that, uh, might find part of the platform challenging or thinks there's a, a different way that uh, the team could be uh, doing something on the UI. Yeah. Tell them. Um, and uh, they'll stress test it. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, if your ideas are better or, or your ideas can add value, then they're definitely going to take them on board. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what's great. That it's open to everyone. Everyone has a voice and can start to add their, their own ideas or just upvote on the ideas that they feel are, are the most important in there. So yeah, definitely go and check that out. So within the website, if you, you go to your notifications, if you hit all upcoming activity and then hit on news, you'll see that the stream of all, all the content the team put out there. So the new clubs joining this community update we're talking through. And so that gives you all, all the links and everything that you need to. So. We've had the, the vote for October's Player of the Month. Who did you vote for, for Mark? I went for Verbanek. I, I went for Jordan Larson this month, and only because he was pain in my side uh, for a couple mm -hmm. of the game weeks and could have done with him being a lot quieter than he was. So, uh, yeah, he stuck in my mind. I think Danilo's obviously done exceptionally well. Um, probably in my opinion, should win it. But uh, I couldn't help but think that uh, when all the Juventus defenders are back and fit, does he find his way into the team? I know that probably shouldn't have weighed into my thought process. But no, Jordan Larson, for, I say, the simple reason, um, he probably denied me a few extra p positions on uh, various leaderboards over the month of uh, October. Yeah, that's fair. But, I, but, but I think that, that Yamane, I just want to say that Yamane is definitely a, a hot player in Japan right now. And uh, it, as a fullback, he puts up some monster scores. So, uh, yeah, I think it was quite a tough one between those four. Yeah, fairly young as well. So I, I probably should have picked Danilo because his form has been fantastic. And I recently won uh, my version of him. So that's always, always a nice feeling when you get somebody who's in such rich form. But yeah, went, went for Vanekin because I think since I've been on the platform, he has been that player who is always posting these ridiculous scores, has such a, a high average and has almost a, a bit of a, a legend of the, the platform, um, certainly with, with older managers. And I think newer managers are, are also seeing 
um, the benefit of having a Havanakin in one of, one of your lineups. But what I've also noticed coming from Football Index is that the high scores he's posting there on a, a completely different matrix. So seeing him in, in European competition um, lately, he's holding up with the, the best of them. And that's me being able to see that across platforms, but also actually watching them now, I'm taking a, a more, you know, he wasn't somebody who was on my, my radar a year ago. Now he's, he's somebody that I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of, and I think anyone on the platform is, is well aware of, whether you own him or not. So, yeah, he got my vote this week. Yeah, I think when you're composing teams, it's very hard to overlook uh, selecting him as your captain. It's, you know, and if Club Bruges have got a game home or away, you don't even worry whether it's an away match. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got to have some serious depth in your collection to... Uh, leave out a hands for knack and card on a given week yeah i wish i had that problem fortunately i don't have one but maybe i'll pick one up over time yeah he'll be uh, he'll be a discard as soon as he goes to seville in, gen in the january window or uh, in the summer of next year mm -hmm. we'll see <laughs> i'm sure there'll be quite a few people sniffing around him so they've managed to hold on to him so far but yeah will will they I think we've touched on it before. Is it a motivation thing? Does he does he want to go? Yeah, but Bruges are doing all right. And if they can finish third in the Champions League group and they can get themselves Europa League football come February. Um, again, I think yeah. overall Club Bruges cards can still be very attractive from now until the end of the season. You know, they're going to be there or thereabouts contesting for the domestic title, you would have thought. Um, they've got some great young talents. Um you know, I think leaving Vanaken out of the team would leave them with a hole. But they've, they've got, you know, teams teams evolve. And, uh, you know, if he does get a move, um, it looks like they've definitely got enough squad depth there to uh, to, to, to fill a void. Um, whether or not they'll be as successful, who knows. But, uh, yeah, whilst he remains there uh, and whilst we all have a version of his card, um, I'm pretty sure we'll all be competing with him. I think so, yeah. I might need to, to try and pick one up. And there is still that open sea version available, isn't there? I've not looked at that over the, the last couple of days, but when's that one due? Yeah. I'll double check for you. Yeah, I didn't actually see the one from today. I watched Akin Vive go yesterday and uh, I picked up the 52-year-older uh, Japanese guy. Sasina's tomorrow. Pete's he's on Sunday. And we've got Florian Wirtz from Leverkusen, who's in a rich vein of form for a 17-year-old. Yeah. I think he could break out as one of the the hottest youth prospects. If he um, continues that form at that age, you know, and in a, in a team that are playing so well as well. Yeah, that's, that's very promising. They've got so yeah, Leverkusen had a good result last night. Sorry? Uh, Leverkusen had a great result again last night away in the Champions League and everyone seemed to get a piece of the action. Bailey, Diaby... Uh, Dimibai. Um so uh, yeah, they're popular cards on the platform, and you can see why. They are, yeah. I've got a, a fair few there. I've just found that Hans van Aken won. He is up in eight days, November the fourteenth, one p.m. GMT. Makes a makes a mental note. Yeah, he's I think that's quite some some price. So yeah, he's well, a he's, rare of his went five, recently four, for three ETH, didn't it? Yeah, so. I think we'll, we'll see. Certainly, because he is so popular on the platform, 
and because he's almost that, I, I talked about being a, a legend in some of the, the older users' eyes, and I can probably see there, there being a bit of a fight for that one. Can I imagine you getting involved as well? Um, I'll be honest, I've got two rares, um, and there are some cards I really like on the Liquid C one, but no, I don't want to get into a scrap for a three for rare card, to be fair, that's playing for Club Rouge. Not trying to talk his price down here, but uh, no, I, I thought three ETH was yeah, probably on the scale of things. It's probably a fair price compared to what you can win with him. But uh, you know that that's a push. Three ETH for a rare card. I think that's you know that that should be reserved for the Neymars, the Mbappes. I think uh, yeah, 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 Hans Benak. Mbappes going quite a bit higher than that at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> well, I think again we. we We'll need to see how the new scoring plays out um, because, uh, you know, there's some defenders that are getting some monster, monster scores right now um, for defending for their lives, which is what they, they get paid to do. But it seems yeah. that you can have a defender on a team that loses 3-0 and still have a very good score. So I think we're yet to find the real balance as to where the value lies. I think the glamour players, and as you see, cult heroes within the game are going to get a lot of attention, no matter who, no matter who from. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, for me, I'd rather uh, do a little bit more shopping. There was a guy that I had uh, as a prize this week, uh, Darpino from uh, Ustend. I'm not sure if you've seen this chap. I've seen the, Darpino. I've seen the stats, and, and that is incredible. Um, so the, there's lots of players that are going a bit under the radar, like that, aren't they? And there'll be lots of managers. Dorsch was one which is now on everyone's radar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's quite a few um, I've noticed as well with these defenders. But yeah, it's about spotting that talent before they start hitting those peak scores and start going for crazy money on the, the secondary market. Yeah, and I think also if you, even if you're not in the unique market, you can get a, you can get a feel for you know, what the super rares and what the rares will start to find, uh, find their levels. Because, I mean, this guy had only been, you know, one super rare sold. And all of a sudden, uh, the unique card came out on auction and then it sold for over eight ETH. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know, eight ETH for uh, a chap in, in the Jupiler League. Yeah, let's see, let's see if he continues his form. But yeah, 61, 71, 93, 90, 63. So very Vanakan-esque, you might say. That's it. And I suppose these prices might be really cheap if you're using them effectively. You know, if you can, can turn a profit and get some, some serious rewards back from these, then quite quickly you'll you'll make that ETH back. But you have to you have to be doing that on a fairly regular basis and quite consistently. So yeah. It's, I suppose it's a it's down to, to each manager how they're they're playing the game. If you feel you can can do that, that that trade probably wouldn't be for for me. I, I probably if I'm spending that kind of money, try to stick to the the better known names. But yeah, there's there's lots of different ways people are playing this, aren't there? Yeah, and I think the new tournament format, or sorry, the new in-game design will lend itself better to these one-off purchases because, yes, if you're starting out right now under the current game rules, buying one unique, yeah, you can put them in Division 3 in their first week uh, because they're under the 21.7 times. Uh, so you could have them in Division 3, 
have a shot of winning, you know, a super rare card, a star, uh, a star card and some ETH. The second week, almost certainly they're going to be in uh, Division 2 and you might get one or two uses out of them in a Division 2 and then they're in Division 1. And if you're a unique owner that only has one unique, then yes, it's, it, it doesn't make any financial sense really uh, to own a, a unique that's isolated where you can only play them in Division 1s where you're definitely going to be up against teams with three, four and five uniques. Whereas the new structure lends itself much better. The fact that you can play Division 2 soon with minimum three super rares and then support that with a rare and a unique um, will allow you to maybe utilize three of your better super rares with your unique that's got a little bit more power um, and a rare and you can bide your time until you purchase your second unique and even when you buy your second unique you don't have to worry about oh got to squeeze them into a division one now you can use another region and say right well i'll use my one unique in this region division two and i'll use my other unique in another and you can do that across a number of regions then you can slowly build up a full all-star team of uh uniques to play together perhaps in division one so there seems to be a lot more of a uh, a smoother progression curve that will hopefully encourage more users when they feel as though maybe they've got sufficient super rares in their portfolio they might turn around and go all right let me let me make that step up to unique without thinking oh i've got to go and find five uniques now otherwise you know i'm, I'm not going to be competitive exactly yeah i think that's going to be really exciting to see how it, how it changes manager strategies and so existing managers with with these cards already but but also certainly newer managers who are maybe as you said being put off that making that step up because of the perception of having to buy four or five uniques or or even four or five super rares to, to start getting into some of those higher divisions so yeah that's going to be really interesting i think me personally somebody been on five months or, or so got a, a good collection of rares and about 40 super rares some some really strong ones in there others that are are more up and coming potential youth holds or, or hold, held for, for other reasons but it potentially gives me a better opportunity to, to now build up teams for those division one and division two entries so yeah looking forward to, to how that pans out and i'll probably make some moves after a, a few weeks there yeah, no, I think we've we've got. Uh, I think it's not. It's in a way, it's quite nice to have a few days now without tournaments because they come around so thick and fast. You literally are, you know, signing in, seeing if you've won any rewards for that week. Great, yes, claim your rewards. Has the XP hit? Yep, boom, XP's hit. Right, when's the deadline? Four hours away. Let's start building teams again. Um, and it's difficult to get ahead of yourself. But now I think say, it's easy to see next week we've got one weekly challenge. I think it's going to be very clear whether you can enter that or not. Maybe you'll get a few people chasing some Japanese cards down just to, to play that because there's still some nice rewards to be had. Yeah, um, I think the it will be quite a, a booming market on those players. I had a, a look when we first touched on it. I don't have a, a keeper and I've got another position missing there. So I would need to find at least two players fellow lineup and the three players that I do are not are not ones that would really put me in, in much of a, a hope of winning so yeah I'd probably need to, to buy a full team there um, and I'm sure there'll, there'll be others who've, who've got a few of those positions already covered will be looking at the market 
Yeah, so you can either choose to buy or you can choose to sell into those buyers. Um, but the nice thing is that straight after game week 115, 116 also looks at the moment, I think there could be some MLS uh, fixtures due to be scheduled. So we might have the inclusion of some uh, uh, MLS games uh, in the following week, week 116. Um, but, you know, anything that you buy for uh, midweek next week can also probably be used the following week when we've got a full J League fixture list on on uh, Saturday, Sunday as well. Yeah. Uh, so be interesting to see how, how that plays out. So uh, I think the, the next part we were going to look at was the, the Surreal Data site. So the, the tools on there that we, we both use religiously and uh, most days. So first of all, just want to say a, a big thank you to the guys putting that site together. There, there always seems to be something new on there every other day. Uh, it's a, a tool I've been using since since day one, been on the platform and really helpful for lots of different reasons from setting my, my lineups, from looking at who, who I'm going to, to buy, from getting an understanding on, on how many users are, are on the platform. So yeah, just one of the, the first sections wanted to, to highlight was just the charts <laughs> Some, something I quite enjoy going and look at how many users do we, we have on the platform that actually own blockchain cards who have went into that that rare or, or super rare or, or unique market and that just seems to be growing all the time so I think since since I've joined the, the amount of users with a, at least one blockchain card is a, about doubled we're, we're over 2200 at the moment so yeah it's good to see that, that continually rising I think as we add new clubs, you can see why that that's happening and also through all the, the social media channels. So, you know, long way, may that continue. What, what are your favourite sections? Yeah, I agree. It's, it is, you know, the, the best barometer of, of seeing the, uh, the progress, how the game is progressing and becoming more popular is, as I say, the, as you've said, the... Uh, how many users have got uh, cards? And I'm just going back now from early October. Let's see the managers with 150 cards. So there was, sorry, on the 6th of October, there was 150 managers that had 100 cards. Wind that forward a month. And even the people that have got 100 cards, that number's gone up to 186. So you're talking about just over 20, 20%, uh, 23% growth on the managers that have got a hundred cards or more so these are you know and these are people now that have got the ability to uh, play across multitude of different divisions simultaneously and the 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 compounding effect that they can achieve from placing and winning cards week to week is is extraordinary and i think then as you said starting at one two five ten you've got the metrics that you can really follow all the way through but you know the the one part of the the site I love, and again, uh, hats off to HG and if he has got any helpers that uh, uh, he works with, because this is, uh, you know, what, what he's put together in the last, I don't know, is it six, nine months now? Is, is, is absolutely incredible. As you said, there's always something new every time you go on, oh, look, there's a new button there or new, new, new this or new that. Um, but I guess the first page I tend to look at in the mornings is the uh, accepted offers page. Um, and I find this quite useful just to see, you know, a how active the market is and has been overnight or over since I last had a look at it, and also to get a feel of, you know, what's what's changing hands. 
quite often you can see, you know, trends in, you know, certain players. All oh, four of those guys have been bought or, uh, you, know, um, you know, a load of super rares have gone or, or what have you. And I think it's a nice way just to get a feel for, a, which managers are also active at the moment. You might be able to spot uh, managers that are buying. You might be able to spot managers that are selling. And then you can use that intel as well. If you know someone's just sold 10, 15 cards, maybe they might be open to an offer on something else within their collection. And, you know, also conversely, if someone's buying a lot of things, um, you might want to propose a trade where, you know, you can look to sell in to make a net sell into that manager as well. So that's one that I like the look of. Um, and I think one of the most impressive parts of the game week center, um, when you look at the rankings, it's always interesting to see. And we've just had it now. We've just submitted our teams for game week 114. And it's interesting to see how many people have really pushed the boundaries in terms of the power caps. And sadly, this will be lost in a few weeks' time. But when you look at teams lining up with 40 up to 42 times power and your six captain, uh, it's amazing to see how many people finish on exactly 48. And again, Division 3, how many people are finish on 66 plus 6? And the guys I speak to, you know, a bit of fun with on Discord, everyone's looking for those combinations of players that will get them as close to the cap as possible. And... I remember, I think last week, I had one that I was really, really happy with, 101.3 or 101.6 or something like that. And I look on the Division 2, and there's like 30 managers that have got, you know, uh, closer to the, 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 the 102 than myself. And I was like, wow, you know, you can really see that the competition is heating up. It is, and, and that's something I found quite difficult today, is just getting to those caps and, and all of my entries. So I've got pretty close on quite a few I got to, to the, the 42 on a, on a few as well, but yeah, it's always, always a challenge. And I've the, the amount of players that I've had to leave out this week that yeah are, are going to go on and post some big scores is, is going to be heartbreaking, but it's all, always the way. And I don't have a, a, enough lineups for, for some of these players at, at the moment, but I'm sure that will change in the future. I mean, I'm just looking at All-Star Division 4 for this week. Uh, and I'll, I'll put you on the spot here. How many teams do you think have hit exactly 42 this week with their uh, with their selection? Um, exactly. Probably quite high. About over 300? Oh, no, no, no. It's 53. 53. I'm, I'm, I've scrolled really? down to... I've scrolled down to number 387 now. And they're on 41. So we've got 387 managers now who've managed to build a Division 4 team for All-Star that are 41 out of 42 or better. So for anyone out there that's thinking that 38, 39 is going to cut it, I, I would say that you really need to try where possible, you know, whether it be trading, whether it be through, you know, training, you know, to give yourself the biggest possible chance, try and find combinations of cards that really will get you up close to the to 42. That's where you need to be. That absolutely makes such a, a difference. I know at the start I was putting in teams maybe around that, that 38 mark or 38.7 at times because that was my, my, my best lineup of players, but it's really just not competitive at all. So you, you need to get up to, towards that cap. 
No, you're doing. I'm just scrolling down to the bottom. And this week, uh, this has got to be a record or close to record. We've got 1,448 teams now registered for All-Star Division 4. So that's incredible. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's huge. I don't think I've seen it that high. So soon to be 1,500. The yeah, there's a few, obviously, teams at the bottom which are still using commons only. But again, it's still people that are actively wanting to play the game, putting in a lineup, and making a, a, a team on a, on a weekly basis, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's always good to see. And that, that section, that's something I use all week long. Um, so I typically find, rather than, than using the website, I'll, I'll use this to keep a, an eye on how my players are, are doing. I, I, to be fair, I, I use both, but it's quite good. Uh, I like the, the visual. But I can see all my lineups and on the one page, scroll down and see how, how they've all performed. No, it's good. And I think, um, you know, being able to share your teams as well socially um, is, you know, quick copy paste, or, sorry, or quick cut and paste. Um, as you said, it's all set out nice and easy. And um, yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great that it is arguably the best third party tool that's out there. And uh, I, I would find it hard for any to, to believe that 95% of managers that play Sarah don't also use Sarah data simultaneously. Yeah. And, and, and if you're not, you, you really should be because there's, there's so much on there. Even just seeing information about your, your own squad. If you go into the, the manager section, you can look at your players, you can look at your sales, latest signings, and also some manager stats around your collection. So, yeah, some great information there around your, your auctions and, and, and cards owned and some of the, the, the ETH balance of how your portfolio or your collection is, is doing there. So, yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah, that's, that certainly helps because, again, a lot of people don't know exactly what they've spent or, and at the moment there isn't a, an accounting tool within the main com that allows you to see quickly, oh, how much have I spent, whatever, you know. And this isn't perfect, but at least here you can see how much have I spent on primary auctions, how much have I spent on the secondary market, and how much have I earned back off the secondary market. So whilst it won't take into consideration your ETH winnings, it will give you an, a very a crude guide to what you've spent and what you've sold, uh, which hopefully is, is will, will be something which evolves over time as well. That's it. And obviously the, the price of ETH has changed over time as well. So that fluctuation um, will, will have to be taken into account. But it's good to, to certainly have some information around there, more than, more than we have. So that brings us to the end of today's Surreal Global Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope you found it useful. And as always, if you could like, subscribe, leave a review, then we can help introduce the fantastic concept to others. Thanks, guys. See you next time.